This episode is brought to you by SeatGeek. Anthony and I both love these guys and are super proud to include them as a sponsor on the show this week. When Anthony and I visited all 30 ballparks, the SeatGeek app helped save us a ton of money and time. SeatGeek is basically a ticket aggregator that lists all the tickets on the secondary market and ranks them based on value. You can get views from the seats and you can compare prices. So like if someone is selling their ticket for 100 bucks in row five, you can see if someone from a different site is selling their seat for, I don't know, 90 bucks in row four. I can't tell you how many times I've ended up spending less money for a better seat because of this app. And the beauty is the price that you see on the app is the final price. So all the nonsense ticket fees that some of these, uh, I won't mention their names, but some of these sites like to tack on there before you check out. SeatGeek shows you the final price before you hit checkout. Uh, it's probably the most used app on my phone behind MLB at bat. I just, I really genuinely love these guys. I pretty much don't buy tickets from any other source these days. So if you guys want to support the show, Download the free SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab and click add a promo code, enter promo code clubhouse, and SeatGeek will send you 20 bucks after you've made your first purchase. This is going to save you guys money and it's going to help keep this show free. So thank you SeatGeek for sponsoring the show. On to this week's episode. This week in the clubhouse, Anthony and I are joined by stand-up comic and author Sarah Colonna. Sarah chats with us about growing up the daughter of a sports writer, being an Anaheim Angels fan living in Los Angeles, the 2002 World Series, and much, much more. This episode was recorded in the Oakwood Apartments in Los Angeles, California. Blue Jays win it! Touch them all, Joe! You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life! Got him! 20 strikeouts! He ties the Major League record! There it goes! See ya! I don't believe what I just saw! He's out by five feet at the plate! And that was the worst base running in the history of the game. Fly ball, left field, and deep. It's way back! The Tigers are going to the World Series! The Twins have won it. It's a 1-0 inning victory. Welcome to the show, everybody. It is a wonderful day for baseball. I am Manish Jain, and sitting next to me, as always, is Mr. Anthony Rapp. Yep. Our guest today is an awesome stand-up who you have seen on Chelsea Lately, the author of Life As I Blow It, Tales of Love, Life, and Sex, not necessarily in that order, and Has Anyone Seen My Pants? These are just fantastic titles. She has, uh, she's been on a bunch of TV shows and is just an all-around talented human being. But, as always, on our show, her only credit that matters is that she's a fan of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Joining us... In the clubhouse today, Sarah Colonna! Cheering. Where's my walk-up song? I know. What would you walk-up what what walk yeah. song? Yeah. Uh, I go back and forth on that a lot because I do think about it a lot. But I think it would be uh, T.I., <laughs> whatever you like. That's what I think it would be. All right. Yeah. Any particular reason? Just because I like it and it makes me yeah. dance. <laughs> I think that Rizzo on the Cubs has two walk-up songs. I think he has an early inning walk-up song and a later inning walk-up song. Well, a lot of song. these guys have multiple ones, you know, yeah. or, or they'll switch off from week to week or yeah. they just kind of get bored with it. Um, who was it on the A's that had uh, Kenny G 
uh, uh, that's that's hilarious. Is, was he just trolling? Uh, no, I think it was. Was it? Did he really love Kenny G? I can't remember what it was, but it was that da 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 the yeah. saxophone yeah. stuff. It was. Yeah. Oh, that's I guess. funny. <laughs> I, I think I someone had party in the USA at some point. Miley yeah. Cyrus, like yeah. it's. If I was yeah. a ball player, I, that's all I would do. Is I yeah. would just do the most ridiculous walk up songs every single time. I think there was a. Um, it was Mike Napoli. I think one time did like put everybody's walk-up songs in when he was with, with the Rangers. Not yeah, this yeah, year, yeah. but before he went to Boston. And I don't. I, there were some really funny ones. Of course, now I can't remember them, but I think I just remember reading about it and people were walking up to like Shania Twain and stuff. Yes. And I mean, it's, it's, you know, professional wrestlers and, and, and baseball players get entrance music. And that's yeah. just, that's, that's, I've wanted that my entire life. I just want to walk into a room with, hire a guy to stand next to me with a boom box and just, you know, in, you know, introduce me with authority. Yeah. I have a fantasy that the Angels, um, I don't know if they'll never... I, I've said it a couple times, but I mean, apparently nobody listens. But I want them when um, there's a meeting on the mound from yeah. the opposing team. I want them to play meeting in the ladies' room. I think that would be so funny. <laughs> and nobody, I've never seen anyone do it. I think it would be really funny. I think you know. I think we have some connections in the Angels' uh, uh, front yeah. office. We should. We should definitely. Yeah, my brother-in-law is uh, head of professional scouting for the Angels. Oh, awesome! He's a, he's a former ball player. Okay, well, will you pass yeah. that on to him? I believe <laughs> I, I told Tim Mead one time, and yeah. he just looked at me like I was out of my mind. Well, you guys do the calling all Angels gimmick, I believe, right? You do the. Yeah, but the, I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just because I'm just like so, just because it makes me emotional. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even like that song outside of, of when they play it. But they play this great video that goes with it, and it's you know all the great moments from the Angels, and then they played when they won the World Series, and like I literally like run out every time and stare at it while everyone else is in a beer line, and I'm like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> it's really bizarre. I would never think that I would like something that much. Now, and were you a fan before O2? I was, yeah. yeah. I grew up uh, a baseball fan, an Angels fan, as my dad was a sports editor at the Orange County Register, uh-huh. and so when I I was I lived in Arkansas broken home and whatnot. Um, so I lived in Arkansas at the time. I would visit him in the summer, you know, and when school was out. So I, I was always visiting him during baseball season. So oh, basically awesome. I got to go to work with him, you know, during so the- is this over- So you would, sit up, you would sit up in the press box? Yeah, well, we would sit, they had like a, uh, the, a suite, like the register had a suite that he would, he would, they would all, there was like a bunch of them in there. First, I don't know why he wasn't in the press box really, but he was, it was more of like a suite. So oh, there okay. was always food around, which was nice. And then you could go sit out, like there was a couple seats right outside. And so I would always go sit outside and watch the game. Now, so was this, I was too the, young to be able to drink then. Is that, the, it's this been the same stadium for a while, right? Yeah. 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 It's been, it, they, it got weird dis- Disney-ified when, when Michael Heisner was in charge and it has that waterfall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the waterfall. No, it's really ridiculous. So now both uh, Anthony <laughs> and I have been to all 30 ballparks. Yes. And, you have. Uh, yeah. Yes. So a couple years ago, I drove uh, 17,000 thousand miles in 95 days to go to a ball game at all 30 parks oh, that's awesome. uh, which was the greatest three months of my life and i cannot recommend people doing that more and then uh, uh, this past cool. summer anthony and i uh he had had uh he had seen 13 parks already and his show if then uh when it uh, ended its run on broadway he basically said hey got 17 more to do you want to do them this summer and uh and so we did 17 more parks this summer together uh and the Anaheim Angels uh, Stadium was uh, wait. It's technically called the Los Angels, 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 Angels Anaheim. Anaheim, Anaheim. Anaheim. No, it's Angel Stadium of Anaheim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I liked when I oh, first Anaheim. started watching them. They were the California Angels. Yes. I and love I go, that name. Go back to that. I it agree. Sounded good. It's great. I know yeah. already wanted to connect himself to LA, and that's whatever. But the California Angels, come it on. It was the best name that they had. Absolutely. I mean, they were. <sighs> 
in a in a in the most crazy argument you could give behind Los Angeles part is that they were called the Los Angeles Angels for their yes. first year when they played yes. at Dodger Stadium, right? But before they had their own stadium. But Artie, like, I don't know what he thought. Did he think people were going to go, oh, you know what? I didn't really like them when they had <laughs> the Anaheim name, but now that they have Los Angeles, I'm just going to all of a sudden be a huge fan. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't make any <laughs> and sense. And I'll tell you that, and for people that aren't from this part of the country, I don't think they fully comprehend Anaheim is nowhere near LA. It's 45 minutes to an hour to get to the ballpark from LA. Yes. Or it's like, that's not. LA. If you try to go to like a 705 game, you have to leave at four. Yeah. yeah. But if coming home, you'll get home in 40 minutes. Yeah. I always take the train. Yeah, by you, the do, way. you do take the train. Oh, yeah. it's the best. Yeah. Yeah. We were going to do that when we were here this summer. The we were timing do that. this was bad. When also, because yeah. we had to bring our podcasting yes. and all that stuff. Yes. So it was just, it was too complicated. Yeah. But what is that? I mean, I don't, I've never taken a train out here uh, outside of like Amtrak or anything like that. Yeah. How does that work? It's exactly? awesome. It's Amtrak. You just go downtown to Union Station and then. Um, the Pacific Surfliner, which goes to San Diego, it stops one stop before Anaheim is Fullerton, and that's just like five minutes from Anaheim. So you basically, I mean, you ne- you're just never in traffic. What well, does it never- take you that's directly to dream. the park? It or- takes you literally. You get out like on Third Base side. And that's you, a dream. You're in oh the, my goodness! They drop you know that in the parking lot. Dream, yeah. dream, dream. So why, yeah, I dream. would yeah. definitely do that. Then. Yeah, because a, a, there's no traffic. B, if you want to have a couple beers, awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, you and to pay for parking. No, nothing. I know. Yeah. You, I mean, it's like twelve fifty. I think each way between that's gas perfect. and yeah. parking, you're you're basically making money. You know, you're basically how, handing you a check. So, how often do you get to go to the to see the games? I go a lot. Uh, I go as often as I can, definitely. And um, I'm out of town a lot, so it's hard for me to go to weekend games. So yeah, I usually sure. do go during the week. Yeah. Um, but if I'm home for a Sunday day game, those are always my favorite, um, even in the summer when it's sure. 415 degrees there. But Have you ever done um, season tickets or anything like that? Or it's just I haven't. Been... No, it's just I've never just been – I've never been able to go to that many games right. to where I, I think it would qualify for season tickets, so I haven't done it. Um, my fiance has season tickets at Safeco though. Yes. Yeah. And he, he's a big, so he lives up there. He does half and half. Well, so he plays for the Seahawks. Oh, oh, um, okay. So yeah. You're a football family as well. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm a football fan now. I wasn't yeah. before. That'll happen. But, um, you know, I mean, I always loved sports so, again, because of my dad, like I was around them sure. all the time, but it was always baseball that I attended and that was sure. What I liked the most, and football was always like it could be on, but I just didn't care that much. Um, I just felt like, well, whatever. And I, and honestly, for me, I, I hate to sound girly, but it was kind of hard. I kind of couldn't follow it. Like, there's so many things yes. that go into it that I'd just be like, I don't. I don't think it. that's girly. I I'm, think uh, football is, is. I was actually, I was just having a conversation. I was uh, with lunch with someone. And we were talking about kind of the differences between football and and baseball. And obviously, on this podcast, we are super biased, and so I will. You know, we, we, we clearly love baseball exponentially more than football, mm-hmm. but football is a game that is meant for television and baseball is a game. Football is a TV show and baseball is a live show. Like you have to see baseball live in person and football. I, I refuse to go to live NFL games. I'm sure you have great seats when you go, but mm-hmm. having oh, to no, sit. No, not that great. No. <laughs> they don't, yeah. They don't, I mean, they give you decent seats. But yeah. they give but you like, have to sit, but, do you have to sit with the riffraff? Because when you go to an NFL game, it's nothing but people who've been drinking since 2 a.m. It's you know. complete riff. It's, no, it's, it's, it is, it's a rougher crowd for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, you guys have the 12th man too. You guys yeah, are crazy up but there in Seattle. That stadium is awesome. And the Seahawks fans so far I've experienced have been fantastic. I've gone to a couple different parks with like a Seahawks shirt on mm-hmm. and it's much rougher than going to a baseball game. Sure, with your own, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like San Francisco. I 
actually to I mean I actually felt unsafe at one point. Yeah. I was like this is really bizarre. It's just a game, yeah. you know. Um I mean certainly I think there's the stories of the Dodgers Giants yeah. danger, but yeah, I think other than every that once in a while, but you know, NFL but. games, yeah, I I I think any every well, I don't want to be hyperbolic, but many NFL games that I've been to I've ended up seeing some sort of, of whether it's a physical or verbal altercation between yeah. people in the stands. You know, even if it doesn't escalate to anything too crazy, it's just, it's always, it's simmering. It's always there where it's like, it's a hairpin. Well, football is a think, game of war. It's war. Yeah, and I think it's like, there's just so, there's only a few games. So everyone's so. There it is. It's eight know, home games. Everything's on the line almost at every game. Well, so yeah. I think in a way that's probably feeds part of it. And, and you basically, you prepare it, six days going into it. Like you're focusing in on this one moment yeah. and that happens and then, all right, you release all that aggression and now it's building up again whereas yeah. opposed to baseball it is every day you can't it's impossible to get up for 162 games and be that amped up you would have a heart attack after a game 20 yeah it's funny though but i but i do i mean they i've always had a great experience so far at all the Seahawks games. The fans are awesome, and they're definitely so you're, I'm nice. Sorry, your husband's name is John Ryan. He's the punter. John Ryan. He's so been John with them for eight years, and so he's a big back to baseball. He's a big baseball fan, which That's was really funny. Yeah, uh, which is cool because I assumed he was just going to be like all football off the field. Sure, he doesn't even want to talk about it off the field. He wants sure. to. He That's wants awesome. to go to baseball games, and he's um, because of his allegiance into Seattle, and obviously now yeah. he's. A big Mariners fan, but he's from Canada, so he's also a Blue Jays fan. Okay. So, wow. He so how been excited this year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He bought all this uh, uh, playoff playoff stuff, and then it didn't come until sure. like, after, oh. like, November. And he was like, "Can I just send this back?" Like, That's what? funny. <laughs> it's Africa, baby. But how does it work in a in a sort of two team in the same division household? How do you work that? It's interesting. We we actually have a lot. The good thing is they a lot of times. I think it was opening day this year. They played the Mariners. I'm trying to remember at home, but we we. We get to go, which is kind of cool. When he's here in the summer, the Mariners usually come through at least sure. once in the summer. So we get to go there. And then when I go up, you know, like early enough, say in August when he's back in training camp, um, and I get to, if I go up there, then the Angels usually come through by then. So we actually get to go see each other, you know, like them play each other a lot sure. instead of uh, instead of just separately. So it's pretty cool. It we uh, I think we both. I mean, I if the Angels are out of it, I you know I'm like okay, I'd be happy, I guess, for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it hasn't really been much of a threat with the Mariners lately, but uh, but <laughs> I, I mean, could you as a baseball fan, you probably were excited about Iwakuma's no hitter this year, right? I mean, yes, yeah, yeah. 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 any no hitter or anything. Yeah. When you get to watch, and like honestly, that, you get, it's, it's cool. You know, I, I'm a Tigers fan, obviously, as you yes. can tell by my regalia. But yes. uh, uh, I love Felix more than words can say. Felix Hernandez, and it, and it breaks my heart that they are going to waste him for the next X amount of years because he took less money and you know to stay in Seattle, and he's just yeah. such a. I mean, Anthony and I were both lucky enough to see him. I think I saw him twice. You saw him three times, him three times this, this summer. Wow! And just watching him live is is a completely unique. I'm very jealous of Anthony because he got to watch him in Seattle. Which have you ever seen him in Seattle? Yeah, with the and King's crowd Court. And all it's that fantastic. Stuff? Yeah, it's I really mean, cool to see. Is amazing. Yeah, and they're like that. Even if the team's not having a great season, yeah. they're still out there, yeah. which I love. Well, you because know. you know, Seattle. It's it's when I did my 30 Stadium tour. It you know I love 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 Seattle, but it is stuck up in the middle of nowhere. And so like when I did my thing, I had to, I watched a game in LA, drove 17 hours up to see a game in Seattle and then drove 17 hours back to LA to see another game here. Cause the angels and Dodgers never play at the same time. Right. And so I was talking to them up there and I was like, you guys are just out here in the middle of nowhere. What, you know, 
why? <laughs> why can't we get another team in Portland or somewhere else that's a little bit close? Yeah. And a lot of the fans are saying, you know, we kind of like it because we now pull from Oregon, Montana, Kent, Vancouver, et cetera. We have a very multicultural fan base here that's not just Seattle-based. There, it, it pulls from everywhere. It's like, all right, that's actually – it's it's the Pacific Northwest team of, of uh, the MLB. Yeah, no, for sure. We had, probably for football too with them. But yeah. It is, yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, uh, their fan base is, is excellent. I, which was your favorite stadium in the – Or I mean, that's hard to say. I know, Honestly, so. Safeco for me was one of the – very best of the of the modern AL parks for me. It's yeah. really beautiful. So and, the short version of it yeah. is Camden is up there. Baltimore. Yeah, Camden's Camden great. is yeah. Camden's fantastic. It's really awesome. For the view during the day, St. Louis, because you get the skyline and the arch. Yeah, but it's beautiful. To view at night at PNC Park, it's the most beautiful yeah. place on the planet. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, uh, Kansas City for kids under the age of 10. Because at Kansas City, they've got in the outfield, they've got like mini golf and they've got fountains to play in and this amazing Hall of Fame. Where oh, a guy, I didn't know that they had a yeah, mini golf yeah. and stuff. It's mini that golf. Cool. Yeah. They have a guy that dresses in old timey baseball gear and teaches you all about the Negro Leagues and stuff. And Oh, that's so cool. So yeah. like when, when Anthony and I were in Kansas City this summer, we had like a four hour rain delay or just some obnoxiously long rain delay. That's the best part. I think part. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. It was right before the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. And it's it, that's the best part to be in for a, a rain delay because there's just so much fun, cool stuff to Something do. Something to do instead of um, just sit there. <laughs> but what I tell people, and I think what Anthony also tells people is that, you know, there's a, there's a reason to go to all 30, even the bad ones, even your your Marlins parks or Odako yeah. Coliseums or what have you. Even the bad ones, there's a reason to go to all 30. Have you been to many or I've any? been to quite a few. I, I, I have several to still to to get to but when i when i do stand up if yeah. you know we usually obviously the game usually on a weekend the games are at night so i can't make it but sometimes every once in a while there's a day game i was in minneapolis this summer it's, i love they had a target day field's game nice. target field's great you know so it was awesome i just bought one ticket online and it was right by there so i got to i just walked down and yeah. went to the game by myself and i was like okay now i've been to the and it's great yeah, yeah. i really like that stadium um so I'll if I'm on the road and if they're a home team, then I always try to go if there's yeah. a day game that I could make. Or sometimes if they have a Sunday day game and I don't have a show Sunday night, I'll be like, all right, I'll just fly out tonight instead of you know instead of during I the like day, because um, usually I'm like out of there on the first flight. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, but with that, I, so every once in a while I'll stay. So I've been to a bunch, but I there's there's definitely a bunch I haven't been to either. I haven't been to Detroit. To really? Detroit. Yeah, Detroit's it's nice. fantastic. It's really yeah. nice. Yeah, I'm biased, but. Do you do you remember when you were this young woman going to the games with your dad? Like why it captured you? I don't know. I often, I wonder that a lot because I didn't. I know that I enjoyed it, and I sat there and I thought it was cool. I thought <laughs> it was cool that my dad did that. I came back to Arkansas and would like go to my you know go to school and tell everybody <laughs> about the you know like fancy my fancy seats and like players that I met or whatever mm. you know and probably lied most of the time, but. Um, <laughs> And, and I think it was sort of, I just thought it was cool and it was just a different world than I was in. And then as I got older and started to really appreciate the game mm. and became just a fan of the sport more than like the team and the nostalgia. So it's still nostalgic for me, but then I just like understand the game and and I just love it. So I just became more of a fan probably than like a wide-eyed kid, you know? Yeah. And, um, and my dad, it's funny because then he sort of, once he got out of, the business he basically just quit watching baseball and was he disillusioned because he saw the inner workings of it or i don't think so he did grow up a dodgers fan um so but that's not who he covered brooklyn or la la okay and um and 
he, I don't know. I think it's just, I think he was disillusioned by the newspaper business. Oh, yeah. And then that just sort of affected. He was just kind of like, I'm done with it all. But then when I moved out here permanently, which was like 97, um, and started going to games and talking about it more again, and and he then got back into it. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. So it's almost like I brought him back into it, which I like. And do can you talk about, I don't know, what about the game you do? You said that you sort of grew up and then you d- discovered the things about the game as opposed yeah. to just sort of being a wide-eyed well, Did you kid. play it all as I mean, well? Did you? I didn't. No, okay. I'm super unathletic. <laughs> I can't throw a ball. I can't catch a ball. Um, I don't know. It's so – because to me, I actually can watch – I can watch full games on TV – I, even if it's not the angels, I sit. I don't find it boring on television at all. You're speaking our language. I, oh, I, I awesome. listen to them on seven ten, which ah, is the local you. or eight thirty, I guess it is here, the local AM station that plays them. Um, so I listen on the radio. You know, I constantly can just have it on. Awesome. It's like somehow soothes me in right? a weird way. I don't know if it's the pace of it, um, in a way that some people find boring, but to me, I. I Baseball is a game. I mean, it's it's and obviously out here, even though it's it's the rival team. You know, uh, having guys like Vin, uh, Vin Scully, oh, or yeah. for me growing up with Ernie Harwell or or Bob Euchre, whoever, just there's something special. You know, you get a good you know baseball radio broadcaster and it is it is it's a it is a high art form to be able to for three hours yeah paint a picture and and captivate you know a child's mind and an adult's mind in the same way yeah you know, for how sure. many things do a six-year-old and a 70-year-old you know listen to with the same level of connection and the same level of interest yeah than baseball you know barney barney music barney rocking out to barney even still a thing probably not probably not still up. Probably i think not. we just aged ourselves probably not a that's bizarre. a good question actually barney still is out there he's done i think spongebob is yeah spongebob's a there was a movie recently i recall seeing that in the theater not seeing it with my own not watching it being aware that yes being aware of well, I was trying to go to a movie. I was like in Richmond, Virginia, performing over Valentine's Day. So it was not great weather. And I was in this hotel that was attached to like a strip mall. And basically the only thing I could get to was a movie theater or like a Annie Ann's pretzels, you know. So I wanted to go to a movie during the <laughs> day. you say Ann, Annie's pretzels? What did Annie's, I say? Yeah, Annie's, Annie's Ann's, right? Yeah, yeah. So I <laughs> Hot dog on a stick, whatever that is. Um, and uh, I, I wanted to go to a movie and the only things playing in there, there was like a 15 screen one. So I was like, oh, I'll find something. 14 screens had 50 shades of gray and oh. one had SpongeBob. <laughs> Which wow. apparently is where, like, you the women were like dumping off their kids yes. while they went and went. Good for you. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, that's actually, why I remember that was out. <laughs> so that kind of leads me. We, we've had several comics on the show, and I like talking to comics, uh, especially because in, in, in the context of baseball, there is a lot of kind of, I feel like you guys are kindred spirits in the kind of the nomadic lives that you all lead. And I mean, right now, Anthony's doing similarly the same thing of traveling the country, this traveling road show, as it were, kind of an old carny game, basically. Yeah. Just going from town to town, entertaining. That's and all baseball. And staying there for And a staying while, there and, you know? and actually, you know, for baseball, you're there for at least three days, sometimes mm-hmm. four. And, you know, as a comic, same thing, three days, four. I mean, Anthony, for, for now, you're here for a month, but, you know, sometimes yeah, a week. Yeah, some is a week. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's going to so, be crazy, though. A month has to be like know, a kinda crazy like, adjustment in a great way because yeah. you're obviously doing what you love, but it's yeah. got to be crazy. But so, I mean, do you, when you started doing stand up and you started traveling a lot and whatnot, was there, did you start 
I don't know if appreciating is the right word, but did you start thinking about the lives? Because I think a lot of fans will watch ball players and they'll think, like for instance, oh well, these guys are they're flying on fancy planes or whatever the thing. It's it's I'm sure they're living the lag, you know, the lives of luxury. But it's like even if you are flying nicely, going you know flying constantly, dealing with the air pressure, dealing with the airports, dealing with the travel, dealing with not having the same bed to sleep in, like some of the more annoyances of of travel. Yeah, you know, is that did it give you a better appreciation for? you know, the, that aspect of it. Yeah, I think so. They even like, like John, my fiance often talks about how they are usually only gone like one or two days and they go right back, you know, um, but for baseball and he's like there, it must be so much harder, especially with families and yes. stuff. Yeah. Um, so especially when I, you know, if you hear any struggles family wise with people mm-hmm. or something like I can totally get, I, I can relate to that. I understand what you're gone all the time and, yeah. uh, and hard to keep friends. So I do think they, probably have a better not hard to keep friends but you know what i mean like hard to yeah, see your friends when you, yeah, yeah there's yeah. like things that you always feel like you're always gone because that's when usually people get together is on the weekend yeah like, um, um but for yeah for baseball players i mean they're gone during the week sometimes for th- three you know a couple you're going to two weeks week road on trip. the road yeah, yeah. yeah and um but i do think they probably get to stay at nicer places than I do. So they probably <laughs> yes, have yes. better travel accommodations. <laughs> probably they probably true. aren't very often at you know, like, you're probably closer to like Hilton Garden yes. or whatever. Yeah. You're probably closer to the minor league baseball. The minor league yes. baseball players, they're the ones who aren't really staying in the nice ones. They're they're probably staying at the same hotels you're staying they at. They probably uh, are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now were you able to go to any of the games in the O two playoff season? No, or? I was a bar. T- I was bartending, and um, I frankly, I didn't. I didn't even really try to afford it, but I probably could have <laughs> figured it out if I really. I probably could have. Your dad um, couldn't have hooked you up then. In no, any way? he was out of the business yeah. in yeah. like ninety four. I think. no connection still. Yeah, that's a no, long time. He yeah. still has some where he and um, Tim Mead, who's the uh, at, at the Angels front mm-hmm. office there, um, and he is still good friends with him because they worked together for a really long time and Tim has a ton of respect for him. So he's done a couple things for me here and there um, as far as just like, you know, I don't know. We've been really, I can't think of it right now, but he's definitely been been there and, and been good to me. Um, but uh, no, no, I didn't even think to reach out really then. I don't think I even asked my dad. But that's the point when everyone's asking for tickets. So yes. yeah, for my dad rough. to call like 15 yes. years later, yes. I don't know. Yes. Hey, my, my bartender yeah. daughter would like yeah. a ticket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even, even no matter how much I would have loved it. But I did watch every game, obviously, and I went into where I worked to watch um, – I was there when they when they won. I was like watching it in this bar full of like a bunch of people I knew who were like all rooting for them just because I was. So that was kind of fun. At least I was surrounded by sure. friends and whatnot. And, yeah. Um, so, because I always, you know, I I have very very few, but <laughs> I'm a Cubs fan, so I have very uh-huh. few postseasons that that I've been able to get excited about. You know, and there have been two in the last fourteen years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm always wondering for those of you lucky enough to have seen your team go all the way, like if you had any sort of rituals or anything you did or how you how you rode that wave. In, just cried you know. a lot. Just cried a lot. I cried a lot and I had to embrace the rally monkey the whole well, time. You know, I had to, like, rally did you monkey, resist the rally monkey? Got, I wanted to resist it. Um, it's hard when you're in it. You but know. and because I knew how annoying it was. <laughs> uh, the only thing I'm really glad they got rid of was those thunder sticks that were around. Like Awful. I think some girl was like, I remember I was watching a game on TV. This girl leans over and just starts like 
hitting one of the players with it. And I was like, you what? And I think that's about when they finally were like, okay, maybe we're done with the Thundersticks. Like, if they can hit someone in the outfield with it, it's not a good item to have. Yeah, um, those rally monkeys. Oh, the rally oh. monkeys, it's so stupid. But yes. when you go to a game, I don't, did they bring the rally monkey out at the game yeah. that you attended? Yeah, okay. they always do. It's hilarious yeah. because it is so stupid, but they put them in for anyone who's never seen this. They put them in a, in like a movie, right? So they'll do a trailer for whatever Taken, I think was mm-hmm. my favorite. And then Liam Neeson's on the phone. They're doing the regular trailer. And then all of a sudden they cut to he's on the phone with the rally monkey. And it <laughs> kills me every time. I, oh, it's never not funny to me. Everyone else in the uh, stadium, like anyone I'm with is usually like, really? Is it that funny? And I'm like, I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> all right. It's silly. But do we it's, know the source so of the rally monkey? Do we? No, understand? I don't really understand where, why it became a monkey. It's baseball. That's why. Yeah, Honestly, but, you but don't like, question it. Who, but, like, why do you have a towel? or a monkey yeah, like how does it turn into a yeah honestly I, I honestly it was probably just as simple as someone just had a monkey and said hey whatever let's just let's just throw this out there and see if it and sticks. was that the season where the rally monkey happened yeah. like yeah, there was yeah, no rally what, monkey before what, then that's what started yeah. it yeah. yeah so obviously then if you're gonna win the whole thing that's gonna become your symbol for life yeah. yes so but but real quick i wanted to uh i do want to talk a lot more about 2002 but but going back to kind of your maturation process as a baseball fan um, when you were in like uh, high school and college and that kind of range, when which first of all, did you go to school out here? Or? No, I was in Arkansas. So you were in I Arkansas, went to University of Arkansas. Time. So, so you weren't I mean, able to see games. So, no. Yeah, that's why I was going to ask. So once you're at that age, it's you know, all college stuff there too. Yeah, which, um, and back then, because uh, I think like the the MLB TV stuff didn't really no. start, Mm-mm. you know, until I was out of of all that stuff. So yeah, I mean. And for sure, my mom wasn't paying for any of that stuff if we had, if there was <laughs> and no internet back then, right? And yeah. So I mean, you're just basically following box scores the day after, essentially. Yeah. So it was more definitely just when I would. I mean, I still would get to go when I would come out, and usually my dad would even after we were done, he, after he was done, we'd still go to a game. Yeah. Uh, at times together, but no, it's all it's all college there, which actually college baseball is is really big in Arkansas now. Oh. But they're huge. Um, Cardinals fans in Arkansas because that's uh-huh. who they show on TV. Yeah. When I grew up, they they showed the Royals more on TV. Okay. Um, and then and then somehow it became the Cardinals when so, I think when the Royals weren't as good or something that they yeah, were like let's yeah. just switch it over to the Cardinals. But my whole family on my mom's side, my uncle, my grandfather, huge Cardinals fans. And you and you just never got on that bandwagon. <laughs> I never did. I root for them because of my family, sure. and I've always liked that team. There's yeah. something. I don't know. There's something very American about that team. I don't know why, why what even that means, but um, there's something that makes me feel like they're just this, like, you know, they say like the Cowboys are America's team, which I don't agree with at all. Um, <laughs> but sometimes I feel that way about the Cardinals. I'm no, like, they I don't the know. And it's, I think it's just because they're sort of where they're placed. Yeah. There's a, well, also they, they had of, early uh, in the early days of uh, radio of baseball radio. They were the, one of the originators of having uh, their, games broadcast and yes. they had a very wide range uh, of wavelength i don't know i'm terrible with this terminology but basically they were broadcasting to many more cities than any place else so because there's just a like lot of with, people in that part of the country yeah. that don't have a protein yeah, exactly, so you just yeah. you know and then also none in new orleans and then just success so it's like, just it's the, enormous it's the success cubs, yeah like the cubs like were huge because of wgn yeah the uh braves are huge nationally because of tbs, TBS. Yeah. the yankees because they're the yankees and the Cardinals because they are the NL's version of the Cardinals and because of their radio Wait, broadcasting. Wait, the NL version of being, the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah, you said the NL version of the Cardinals. The Cardinals, the 
original version of Cardinals. That's an yeah. accurate statement. It is an accurate statement. That's so true. I stand by my statement. I feel like saying they're very American made me seem like a creepy, like Sarah Palin, like well, ra- you know. like racist. No, that's very no. But you know what I mean. Like just something about that Americana. The, the, the Americana. Do you mean a Americana. Yeah. That's a better. It's a much better way to say it. Yeah. That's why you do what you do. I do, and I do what I do. Yeah. Well, um, you know. The Cubs, though, I love Wrigley Field. I've gotten yeah. to go a couple times, yeah. and um, I do a charity event. I've done now three years in a row for John Lester, who. Oh, with Great. Boston. Yeah. Two years in a row, I went there mm-hmm. and I got to go behind the Green Monster and sign it. It was very exciting. Did you pee in the bathroom back there? I did not. Oh, you got to pee in the Should bathroom. Should I have? Yes. Uh, okay, I'll try to do that. Yeah, I got to. I, got to, <laughs> I thought you were I, just going to say, did you pee in there? I'm like, oh, no, so there is a bathroom in there. You as long as there's a bathroom. <laughs> I got to yeah, shag. Well, I didn't sh- actually shag, but I got to be on the Green Monster during BP this summer. Oh, awesome. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. But he, but this year it was in Chicago, obviously, since he's there. So, sure. But I love that stadium. Yeah, that me too. Regularly. Yeah. What's the, you said it's a charity or what's the... Um, it's called Never Quit. Never he quit. raises yeah. money for pediatric cancer yep. research. Yeah, because wow. he, had, you know, he's a cancer survivor. You knew that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah. He and, and Rizzo too. And Rizzo. Really yeah. nice. Yeah, and, and and this year Rizzo came out and to introduce John and then oh. told his whole story about how when he was kind of growing up in the business that basically John was guided him through yeah. you know the cancer. And what what it's like yeah. to go yeah the network that, did a great it? special about that that genuinely made me cry that kind yeah. of showed their relationship together and how I was so happy I mean I was happy when Lester signed with with you guys with the Cubs just because you know I, I was happy for you my friend but I really loved them being able to be together on the same team just yeah that's that's it's really cool and uh and the event's cool and yeah and then they and he's he and his wife definitely really love it there in Chicago. So. That's awesome. Yeah, that yeah. makes me happy. Thank you. For, yeah. Thanks for that little You're welcome. Yeah, it's true. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, can we, I have an Angels question. Please. Yes. Because I don't, you are really the first like bona fide Angels fan that I think I've ever met. <laughs> yeah. That's how, and I hear that a lot because usually people are just like, so what? You would you, I mean, why not the Dodgers just because you yeah. live here? And I'm like, no, I have a real reason <laughs> yeah. that goes back no, to No, like, I appreciate me. that. I part of the question is about like living in Los Angeles mm-hmm. or Southern California. I would, you know, it is so Dodgers dominated. Yeah. Do you feel like a little bit of a pariah in the in baseball conversations, or do people like do people look down on you? Or what is that like? They, no. Usually, I just have to the the immediately when I say I'm an Angels fan, I usually have to go because my dad worked for the Orange County Register, <laughs> and, and I Wally Joyner when like I, he was my first autograph when I was in the, like 1982, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I just start yeah. going off, and then they're like, okay, okay, we get it, you're legitimate. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, sometimes, I mean, when I, go, it's funny when I go to Dodgers game, you know, Dodgers angels games, they play a couple times a year and an exhibition game. And mm-hmm. so I'll go up for that, uh, always to Dodger stadium. You mean. Yeah, yeah. Or both, yeah. both usually. Yeah. And then, um, and I'm, you, there's that more angels fans there than I'm, you realize, I think at time, but it's definitely Dodgers dominated, obviously there. Um, but I don't get too much flack there. Hmm. I've gotten a couple times, but um, nothing too bad. Usually it's like friendly jarring, but um, some can be a little nasty, I guess. But uh, walk, I think one time I was walking in my car and some guy was kind of like harassing me about my shirt. And I just and it was night. And I think he was trying to be funny, but I was like, don't <laughs> harass a woman in a parking yeah. lot at night no, ever. ever. Right. No, no. Um, you know, that is one of those things. I think I don't know if I told this story on the on the podcast before where I felt like such an awful human person because it was I was uh, at a Yankee Tigers game uh, in uh, New York and game's over. You know, I'm getting back on the subway, coming home at, you know, whatever, midnight, 1 a.m., whatever time it was. Because the Yankees games last five and a half hours. Yeah, right, yeah. Yankees play forever. <laughs> and I'm walking back to my apartment. It's, you know, it's dark and it's late. And I'm on one side of the street and there's a girl on the other side of the street. 
and she has a tiger's hat on. And I kind of make a, I'm like, I walked over there and I was like, hey, were you at the game? But I don't think I said, I think where the, at the, where you at the game didn't come out right or whatever. And it just was, hey, ah, 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 you know, just kind of right. angry. And she looked at me and she ran. And I was like, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Baseball, I like baseball. Oh, don't ever talk to people at one in the morning. I'm sorry. No. I, I felt it, it crushed me. I want, I was like, I need to find her and tell her I'm sorry. No, that's creepier. Just let her go home. Hopefully and she listens. Yeah, I, exa- I know. Yeah. I'm just like, I, if you are out there, a strange Yeah, if lady. you are listening, it was, you know, down in the financial district in, in New York this summer. I'm sorry. I'm I did sorry not mean to you. scare you. I just wanted to embrace the fellow baseball fan. That's but, really funny. No, but here too, especially with like social media and stuff over the past few years, I've definitely, when you're, you know, I tweet about baseball a lot and I'm always tweeting about the angels. So all of a sudden you get these, like the play-by-play guys follow me and then write, you know, the beat right, like this writers follow me and then fans start following you. And then you kind of create this own little like. Twitter family, which is kind of funny. When mm. I go to games, I'll sometimes people come up to me and be like, "Oh, we're gonna follow you on Twitter," and, you know. Oh, and that's it's awesome. like, oh, that's nice, so yeah. you get kind of like a little rapport with people that way. And um, one year, oh God, was it? I'm trying to think of how many years it's been now. Like I think three years ago, four years ago, I did a thing where Trumbo was hitting a ton of home runs. So I, halfway through the season, I said, "Okay, for every home run now, I'll uh, donate a hundred dollars to his favorite charity." Oh, and cool. then, awesome. so then he responded to it and t- told me the charity he wanted to do and all this stuff. And then he ended up, I ended up getting to meet him yeah. later because he was like, took you know, yeah. brought me like a sign bat and was like, "Thanks for doing that. That was cool." So I've gotten to sort of know some people within there that way. I mean, I was really bummed when he was gone because I really liked him. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, it's been kind of cool. It's been it's been okay out here. It's just char- it's harder because obviously most people are in Anaheim that are rooting for the Angels. Right. So, were you were you aware of the minor league system? Did you know about Mike Trout before he came? I I did a little bit because he actually was in Arkansas. It's in Arkansas. Okay. They their uh, system is in um, is, it, is it the Travelers? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think I so. That sounds right. Yeah, um, right. yeah, and it's in Arkansas, so he was kind of a big name already in in Arkansas um, for for everyone. He didn't go to school there, but he, that's where the the minor. Because it's interesting, because like uh, as you know, as the Cubs fans, we were going through such a rebuilding phase. So there was in the fan site that I read, people were really talking about our minor league system. So I was I had never that's something that I hadn't really paid much attention to before. Mm-hmm. But then because we were going through rebuilding, I was paying attention. But the Angels have been good for a while, or at least. It's seen, you know, from the, from a, I don't follow them super closely, but they've been in contention more or yeah, less also, most yeah, of from, the last decade. So it's interesting that yeah, you but Trout also didn't, that, he didn't you know, spend that much time in the minors. Clearly, he I mean, he's so fast. young. Yeah, he came up yeah. pretty fast. So a lot of times they'll, that's when you hear a lot about them as, oh yeah, this kid, he's lighting up the double A and triple A and whatever, but he came up super fast. Yeah. And, and my, my sister and my nephew actually saw him play. In a minor league team, in a minor league game in Arkansas, so nice. you know, like right, and then when he went, they were like, "Wait, that's so cool! We actually <laughs> yeah. saw him." But yeah. no, I don't really pay attention to the minor it's league tough. system. Yeah, as it's, much. it's it's tough to follow, and there's so because there's a million different leagues out there. Yeah, so it's kind of tough to figure. Am I following rookie ball, single A ball, double A ball, yeah. triple A? It, there's it's and guys are moving constantly, so it's hard to. And these da- these days, you know, prospects are being traded at the drop of a hat. So as soon as like with Trumbo, you know, as soon as you get attached to someone. He's gone. I know. know. I feel like it's such a heartbreaking game in that way because you just, you like people so much. Like you you become, like a Mike Trout, I mean, I thank God they locked him down for a long time. They were smart to do that because he's going to be someone 
that like seems like I mean it. I'm not gonna have kids, but if I did, <laughs> I would be telling them like I got to see him play. Right? You know how amazing is that? I yeah. think about that stuff all the time. About you know I, I think about the the guys that we're watching, and so uh, fifty years from now, you know when. The, 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 when we're the old timers, you know, walking around and all the youngins are, are looking at us. And we'll be able to say, yeah, I got to 50 see. 50 years from now, I'll be 94. <laughs> yes, you're going to be. The, the, dudes, be the dudes that stuff, I met in, I in Milwaukee were 92 and 93. Yeah. And I went to uh, my, my 30 stadium tour and Hank Aaron walked out and he walked oh, wow. 10 feet in front of me. And these two 92-year-old men turned into six-year-old boys and were like bouncing and jumping. And it was the most adorable thing in the world to That's see how excited really they cool. got. Yeah. And they were, because they were, before he came out, they were trying to school me how I didn't know anything about baseball. And they're like, right. what do you know, youngin? And then they just, he came out and they turned into kids. And for the next 45 minutes, they started just kind of telling me stories of them watching him oh, when they were so kids. Cool. very cool. So when I think of guys like Miggy, and when I think of guys like Trout, when I think of guys like Kershaw or whoever, you know, these are people that 50 years from now, I'll be able to say, yeah, I mean, I got to watch them live. I got to actually. Yeah. It's a cool thing to be able to. To think of, like, to see people that are playing like that. These now, names are going to be, I know. mean, the way that, that you know, people talk about Gehrig and Ruth and Mantle and, and you know, Stan Musial and, and and Walter Johnson and Ty Cobb, you know, it's, it's those are names to me that feel almost fictitious. Like, those are names that just feel like, you know, they're they're otherworldly. Yeah. You know, but now the fact that we actually get to see it happen, I don't know. It's, who, it's, who are your iconic yeah. angels? players for well, you there was always like my growing up my favorite was always wally joiner because he was like the sure. first autograph i got and like the first eight by like i had it you know on my wall and like i just and it was like you know wally world was like a whole big thing and <laughs> and everyone loved him i mean there's reggie jackson obviously mm. is you know someone that you just and jim abbott mm. um you know those are probably three of my top did you get top, to, did you get a chance to see nolan pitch a, at all nolan no Allen? i don't think i ever was at like it's funny because I try to go back and remember who I actually saw play, you know, sure, right, I right. mean, other well, you than were ones young, that, yeah, yeah but you so were it's young, hard to so be it's... like, I wonder, you know, I know who was, you know, so like you go, okay, well, he was on the team that I obviously saw, but I don't know for sure if I ever got to actually see him. I don't know, yeah. you know? And I, what about, what about that O2 team? Like, did you have your people? I don't know. Like. I have. Yes, yeah. I loved it. I mean, and a lot of them actually ended up going to the Cardinals. So then I was kind of. <laughs> I know. It was kind of funny. I was like, I was like, okay, well, just at least they're on, you know, they're, they're almost like going back they're and forth for a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like Eckstein and Erstad and those guys. Oh. And um, I loved like, Tim Salmon. And yeah. I like that he now come, comes on and does commentary uh -huh. for the Angels. Um, uh, I loved Adam Kennedy so much. I don't even really know why he got. I remember like he got a DUI, and I, I'm so like you're not supposed to. I understand you're not supposed to drink and drive, but I was like, just let him off. He won. <laughs> In he Newport Beach, it. really. Um, but he won us a World Series. <laughs> but then I was like, no, that's not okay. Like he needs to probably. Okay, fine, just charge yeah. him with a DUI. But did you at least thank him when he drove? Like when you took him to jail, did you at least say thank you? Uh -huh. um, but I was a big Adam Kennedy fan too. So what was so, so the moment that you guys clinched in 2002? Because neither one of us sitting at this table has had this experience. I was one year old, one years old, the last time the Detroit Tigers uh, won the World Series. So I don't really have that vivid of a memory of watching that. Yeah. So the moment that you guys clinched, can you remember? It was, it was a comeback victory in Game Seven too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. I think it was definitely a comeback, but it was like um, it was one of those things where I just couldn't even. 
believe it was happening. I was just sort of like, no, it's gonna, it's just gonna fall, it's just gonna fall apart. Like they're not coming back. True they're, baseball. The rally fan. monkeys out of its mind. Like <laughs> they're not, they're not. I can't. I couldn't wrap my brain around it. Sure. Um, but, but, I think there's probably nothing more fun to me. I cry every time watching a team celebrate, even if it's not yes, my team. Yes. The watching them. Watching them celebrate on the field, and then I got so angry because then Michael Eisner came onto the field in a Mickey Mouse shirt, and I was like, "This isn't Disney. Where's your Angel yeah. shirt? Why are you wearing an Angel shirt?" I remember just getting really angry about that, and then being happy again. So, <laughs> I just had like a moment of rage, and then I was like, "Yeah." But uh, there's nothing like watching a team celebrate, like the yeah, excitement, yeah. and you can, especially when they have the audio down there, and you can hear them. Um, so I just cried a lot, and I called my dad right away. How is he? Uh, so, I mean, at that point, he wasn't actively following it. No, or? not really. I mean, he was definitely that year a little more because sure. um, I was talking about it a lot. And uh, and then, but I called him, and he had he was, had been watching as well. He lives in Palm Desert now, um, and I, I guess at that time he was still in Orange County, but he had been watching it and uh, as well. So we just like made some, no sense. I think we were both a little tipsy too, and uh, <laughs> and then we hung up. Yeah. But, it was exciting. Now, what about a couple years ago? Because uh, I had this experience this year where the Cubs had such a phenomenal regular season and then incredible first round of the playoffs, and then then got you know swept by the Mets. But a couple years ago, when it was the it was last year when the the Royals swept the Angels in the first round of the playoffs after you guys had the best record in all of baseball. Yeah. How did you, you know, watching, did you watch those games? Like, I, I literally one time had to stop watching the game just because it was during a show. It was backstage. So like I couldn't put myself through that. Right. I actually, know. It, I felt, I felt awful for Anthony. So for, during the, uh, you were in Denver then, right? Yeah. We were in Denver. Uh, so during the Cubs Mets uh, series, I was uh, giving him the play-by-play. I was texting him the play-by-play while he was. Because backstage I could check my phone sometimes. So know? yeah, right, he did, yeah. You know, you're not going to be able to stream the games, but so while he's on stage, he can quickly jump off and I right. would give him, here's X, Y. And at a certain point he just said, please stop. Just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need to know anymore. It's just because I, I have to do the show. Like, yeah. Was, yeah. And, and the worst, so for those of you who not haven't. Not going to put you in a good mood. Yeah. yeah. Small spoiler alert for, for if that. Uh, uh, but uh, for those of you who've not seen the show, there is a scene in If Then that takes place at City Field. And so I yeah. just remember being like, he is, I know the show, and I know at this moment he is quote unquote at City Field yes. when the Cubs so are also at City Field getting crushed. That's yeah. amazing. I, 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 honestly, I don't know how he's doing it. I don't know how. I wouldn't yeah. be able to do it. I'd be in the, in the fetal position crying. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, That's not easy. fans yeah. of Denver. Yeah. I am very sad right now. Yeah. I will not so be singing funny. tonight. <laughs> yeah, watching the Royals do that, I... I there was something in me that just was like this. It's destiny for yeah. this team. That's oh, yeah. just what it is. I just, yeah. I just, I almost couldn't even. And the way they were playing, and and they I like everyone, everyone, everyone yeah. Like they they just they they. This team is was bound to determine to win World yeah. Series. Yeah, yeah. Like and even last year, watching them, and it was yeah, as they did, they beat them out last year as well. And it was, I, I again thought it was destiny. I guess it wasn't because they didn't win that. But I just was like last year. I thought. Um, and was it last year they kept kind of making fun of the, everyone was like commenting on them playing small ball yeah, yeah, yeah sure. right because that's what they do that's what Ned yeah. Yost does he's, he's a they, bunting uh, type of gentleman they do it so well I mean they I run just, better than just, anybody in yeah, this generation yeah they're just a fun team to watch so there's a little part of you that just goes alright well I kind of get it yeah you, know, you were able to appreciate the sports it sports side yeah. of you just sort of goes okay I get it we're just not playing the way that they are but I think you know, know it's frustrating so you as a Cubs fan right now mm -hmm. are going through this beautiful little renaissance of of young 
players that are playing the exact way that you thought they were going to play. So prospects are actually. And it's also the kind of game that I love. Of what? it's more of a running game. It's yeah. more of a you know but I'm a saying, complete though, but you're game, more defense, you know? yeah. more you know all that stuff. That, but that, you have those this... are my favorite games. Yeah, you know, kind of kinds of game. Not just not just three run homers. I mean, I love a three run homer, but. No, you like I manufacturing love, runs. I, yeah, I love you all like, of You like, you know, yeah. first to third. You yeah. like, you know, uh, stealing bags, et cetera. The, the Angels and the Tigers, uh, I think they have, we have spent the last several years, both of us just going out and buying all the big name free agents, whether it's Pujols, whether it's Hamilton, whether yeah. it's, you know, Weaver, whether it's, you know, so whoever. Annoying. And you sit there and you get frustrated. So obviously you guys had Trout, which, you know, that's, he's what you're building around and that's, that's someone from your own system. But a lot of the other guys have come from other places. Yeah. And it gets really frustrating when every off season, it's super exciting. It's like, Hey, we got the number one or number two or number three free agent available. This year's going to be great. Yeah. And then it comes and your expectations start to get really wonky and they start to get warped because you start expecting things that you really shouldn't be expecting because it's baseball. And you can have... You know, we saw it in the 2014 offseason, you know, the Padres and the White Sox and these guys are all buying up all the the, the best free agents, but you still got to go out there and play 162. And it's it's tough, you know, when you see guys like Hamilton and uh, Josh Hamilton, you know, what happened to him in Los Angeles. Boo. I want to hear your thoughts on Angels didn't handle it well either but I am not a fan of Josh Hamilton either I'm not I will I will say I know he's uh not well as far as I know he's an addict Mm -hmm. and I would never wish anything but health for somebody I would always want him to you know not be an addict Mm -hmm. but I also felt he handled it poor I don't know how he was treated obviously behind the scenes so I can't speak for why he was so angry that he was here but he didn't seem to like it from day one he seemed to make a lot of statements about wanting to just be like well we don't play for the fans or we, it's like we kind of do um you know and uh and he i just remember also right after Artie was not very classy i think in his handling at, at all then and i think josh said something along the lines of they knew what they were, you know, they knew my history. They knew what they were getting. They knew what they were signing up for. Yeah. So you're basically not taking any responsibility and you're saying, well, they knew I was just going to relapse, like, which is a weird statement. That's That's not, I feel like that's not the healthy way to handle things from an addict. And at the same time, I couldn't believe they even paid that much for him because truthfully, he's not healthy. He's, he did crack for a really long time. So his bones aren't great. Like there's not gonna, you know, he's not healthy. Like he, he, that's why he's always hurt. I never really thought of it, but then someone said to me one time, I was like, well, don't you think he's always hurt because (laughs) he's completely hurt his, you know, his body's very damaged and that's unfortunate. And I hope that that part goes away for him. But, um, yeah, I just never, I never, there was something that really always rubbed me the wrong way about his attitude. And it frustrated me because I, somebody like that has such a position to be such a role model, yeah. be recovering mm-hmm. and, you know, and he's so outspoken about his religion. And so there's a lot of kids that end up looking up to you in that way. And then I just felt, I don't know, I see someone like Mike Trout handle that kind of thing with more grace, even though, I mean, obviously I know he's a lot younger and, sure. and just starting and hope he stays that way yeah but um there's just sometimes that i just and i'm sure it's not easy to be spoken about constantly in the media and to have your personal life all over the place the way that his uh, josh hamilton's has been so i'm sure it's hard to remain gracious and sometimes he probably he just i think he just feels like it seems like a guy who just has a really big chip on his shoulder and uh i don't know like with him i I, i've always felt a a kindred 
a connection to him just because uh, for other reasons. But I think that the thing that I always go back to with him is I know how I would react if a father fell from the upper deck and died right in front of me, even though it is 100% not his fault. Of course. Yeah. I under I know my brain and I know my addict brain would say, Oh yeah, that was definitely my fault. I should have. I I would I would replay that moment every day of my life. I could yeah. have done X, Y, and Z differently, even if I could have put a little more mustard on that ball and threw it a little bit harder, or or not thrown it at all, Ugh, or whatever. What a terrible thing, yeah. And I know once again, it's not an excuse, and it is from you know what I've read about how he acted and how he reacted to to being in the Angels and organization. He absolutely acted uh, probably a little immaturely, but it's just, it's so complicated to me. His he is a. He Honestly, I want a documentary a made about this person yeah. you know, 20 there, years from now. I feel like there was one was there? that was I may supposed not have seen to be it. made. No, I, mm. there was like all this talk about one I remember and, and about his life up into – but I think it was while he was in still still in Texas. Right, right, right. No, I mean, once it's all done, I want to just look back because I feel like from a, 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 a superstar, you know, from going just the, the peaks and valleys of that man's life, you know, I, I don't know how – it's hard for me to judge because I'm not sure how I would react. No, I know. Position. So I, that's why I try to remain like not judging him. No, that's yeah, very you mature. Know, you got to like, know. That makes sense. But it, From a baseball sense especially. And he didn't play well for you guys. At the end of the day, no. look, and that's you're in not, between the and lines. And that happens. And, uh, and then, again, they paid him all this money. And, <laughs> and, 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 you know, and it does really suck, I'm sure. I'm sure that you want to do well. But then there's times with him that I guess I felt like I don't even think he wants to do well. Like when he was hurt. He wouldn't even travel with the team. I don't know. Yeah. He just, there was yeah. just sort of all this, you know, standoffishness that I was like, they paid you. And I know it's not all about money, but they paid you so much money. Yeah. Like at least start good. Like at least start in a good mood about it. Yes. Like at least make <laughs> yes. the fans feel like you think it's really cool that they signed yes. that check. And then if things start to fall apart, you know, then I understand maybe. But it, I just sort of never got that from him. But that's also completely, it yeah. could, I could be making it all up. So how do you feel about the the current state of affairs for your team and you know what are your what are your pros what do you feel like where you fit in I just hope they can I I'm hoping it can continue to get into the postseason but but really you know carry it <laughs> do something with it once they do like they always get on a streak I feel like over the past couple of years they'll get on a really this hot streak and then just fall out. And, um, well, I mean, I, I, it's, it's, you know, when you look at the angels, it's so first of all, it annoys me to no end that the tigers for some godforsaken reason cannot beat you guys ever. It's, it's, I don't they think, really we, do I, have I don't a, think the, the tigers and the Yankees number for some reason, I which yeah. I really appreciate, but I'm about to look it up. But I'll, <laughs> the Yankees I appreciate a lot more. Of course. But yeah. I, honestly, I don't think, I don't think the tigers have won in, Anaheim since something like 2011 or 12. Like it's some at all. Yes, we get swept every time we come out here, and it annoys me to no end. No, that is true because a, a good friend of mine is a big Tigers fan, and yeah. we haven't done this for a few years because he moved. But we used to go at least every summer. We'd at least go to one home Angels yeah. Tigers game when they would come through, and he was always <laughs> like, "What? Why? <laughs> Why can't I just see a win? I like, know. I just pay." You know what? Then maybe come. it's your buddy. Then your buddy is banned. He's not allowed to go to yeah, games. Like, I'm, well, bl I'm blaming him now. He's the curse. He, we haven't done it in like four or five years, so uh, I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just it's and and this is gonna have to be brought up just because I I'm I'm always curious when it comes to Angels fans about this. Where did you fall on the 2013 debate of who should win the MVP award, Mike Trout or Miguel 
Cabrera. I mean, I'm always just going to go for Mike Trout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I, they're both, I mean, both outstanding players yeah. and, and also were that year um, yeah. and remain to be, obviously. So it's so hard because your heart, your fandom gets in the way of, of being able. I mean, I'll definitely take a step back if it's something like a ridiculous comparison. I'll go, no, come on. Well, obviously, that should go to me. Of course. But with those two, there's so many reasons that they both yeah. should be doing it that it's hard to it, I know. it's really hard you have to a not very just... rational way of talking about things that ruins my, my head of steam <laughs> <laughs> you know you just <laughs> believe me not, not during the moment like never yeah, during the moment yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, what kind of fan are you are you a, a when you're at the ballpark mm-hmm. are you a I'm just gonna sit and, and enjoy the nice fine weather or are you a, are you a crazy I'm gonna get in people's faces no or, I'm never a heckler? I'm not in anyone's faces or a heckler no I don't like that I don't I think I, I remember in um Actually, in 02, uh, this guy that I had worked with in the past was a, a Giants fan. And I, I was I left him a message or something after the game that I think probably wasn't that classy. Like, I don't really recall. How <laughs> huh, we won the World Series over your team. Yeah, something obnoxious. But nothing crazy. But I recently heard that he spoke about it on a podcast and apparently still holds a grudge oh my and goodness. thinks I'm therefore a terrible person. Oh. And I like wish some, sometimes I'm like, can I just sit him down and be like, <laughs> I am not like that. Like there is no way that I am apparently, you know, several years ago, maybe I had a couple drinks <laughs> and, like, and, wow. and, but then his story was totally different. He was like, she got in my face. I was like, we weren't even in the same place. Like <laughs> I, I, all, I left him a message that might have been a little boasty, which is <laughs> why you won the World Series. Which is, but also so rude. Like, yeah. don't do that to a fan, you know. Yeah. But, um, but certainly didn't quantify. <laughs> it didn't quantify anyone being mad at me. Uh, you know, ten years later. Yeah, that's all, wow. These, these that's years impressive. Later. So yeah, he's built that story up in his head. I'm assuming. Oh, for sure. Because when I heard it, and he was like, "Then she just got my face," and I was like, "We were not even in the then same." Then she kicked a baby. She yeah. said, "Forget this baby. It's a Giants fan." Yeah. It was. Oh, I was then offended. She threw it in a trunk. Yeah, it was like <laughs> But no, I'm definitely not really a heckler. I can, ha- like, I, jabbing someone is fun a little yeah. bit, you know, especially friends or something sure. a little bit, but. People take it so seriously at times that you're just like, I don't even, I can't even, I don't even want to. And you know what I really never would want to do, which I've seen many people do, especially I've seen a lot of NFL fans do it. I see a lot with the Seahawks and stuff, but um, definitely done in baseball as well is, is just, just the, the talking too early, the boasting too early, <laughs> the you know, just the like, oh yeah, this and that, and then all the there's a comeback, and you just go yeah. hey, anyway. Now you look year, real it, stupid. It was I can't remember. It was some politician in Houston, yes, who in yes. the seventh inning of the Houston Royals uh, clinching game, yes. said something along the lines of like, congratulations hey, to our champion. You know, it's yeah. gonna, it's not even that. It's gonna be. It looks like it's an all Texas ALCS. Yes. It's gonna be Texas versus Houston. Oh no! And then Kansas City came back and beat Houston, and Toronto came back and. Texas. Oh no! And so I was like, dude, you're a politician. Although I'm uh, super, I think. But you know what though, dude saved it because this, did you see what his follow up no. was? It was something the lines of. I honestly can't. Yeah, remember. I think it might have been the governor or the mayor. It was. Of a, it was. It was, it was a pretty high up person. Was it Jeb Bush? No, 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 not Jeb Bush. But so, 
his follow-up was something along along the lines of like, I don't believe in curses, I don't believe in jinxes or whatever, but just in case, congratulations, Hillary Clinton, for winning the 2000 <laughs> election. And I was like, all right, you know what? Making fun of himself a yes, little bit. I was like, yeah. bravo, that is that is great. I'm sure his staff was going nuts and yelling at him like, you can't do that, but all right. Yeah, Because it happens. Funny. You know, we, we all, I mean, you said earlier that you were so nervous about in 2002, and I feel like that's more of a... a um, common baseball fan uh, yeah. attitude of yeah. unless you're a Yankee or a Cardinal, internal, I think. it is yeah. just yeah, it is. I just, get like a knot in my stomach mm. and don't feel great. I was watching the World Series this year, several of the games with uh, a friend of mine named Robin, who she's a crazy, ridiculous uh, uh, Royals fan, and it was kind of adorable because I'm going to say for about six innings, she would not stop doing this, rocking back and forth in her chair, and like I would go and I'd put my hand like on her shoulder to be like you. It's okay. It's all right. right. And just wouldn't even register me as a human being touching her. She just kept on rocking back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And that's amazing. Yeah. And she and she apologized. That was like, don't apologize. I'm a psychopath when my tigers are are doing anything. I've I walk around my apartment with a baseball bat like I'm a crazy person. Yeah. So it's that's that's what baseball does to us. That's really funny. <laughs> I love to see you walking around with a baseball bat. Yeah, like, okay, well, let's hmm. just gonna stay out of his way. Oh, for my dad had, had the misfortune of uh, he was staying in my apartment in 2012, I believe, during the uh, the playoffs or 2012 to 2012. And <laughs> I would at that point I was doing a ritual when anytime the Tigers were at bat, I would have a bat in my hand and I would mime whatever uh, batting stance was up. That's amazing. Play. And whenever we were pitching, <laughs> I would put my glove on and I would mime pitching. And my dad is just sitting on my couch saying, you are, are, are a 30-year-old man. What is – why – He's like, this is not we. Like, you're yes. not actually interacting. And also, he's like, yeah. what if I raised, like, he, he, you know, I haven't spent, you know, I haven't lived at home in 14 years or whatever. So he was like, what? Yeah, what sure. happened to you? What, what, are, what, are, what are you doing? What? Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to take a brief break so that I can tell you how to get in touch with Anthony or me. You can follow us on Twitter at ClubhousePod. Visit our website, clubhousepodcast.com, for extensive links and information about some of the baseball moments we discussed on the show. There are also photos from our cross-country road trip for you to peruse at your leisure. We love hearing from our listeners and getting you involved with the discussion, so please email us at clubhousepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us about your favorite baseball stories, your favorite baseball films, why your team or ballpark is so special, or honestly, just if you want to say hello. If you are a new listener to the Clubhouse Podcast, welcome. For more great baseball conversations, take a look at our archives, like our chat with Emmy Award-winning actor John Hamm. In this clip, John explains how much of a baseball nerd he is by recounting a day where he listened to the radio broadcast of a 30-year-old ball game. I listened to almost the whole game. Like, I started (laughs) listening to it, and I was like, I kind of got into it, and I was like, oh my god, like, this is crazy. But you listen to it, and there is, it's such a different rhythm. Like it is so much less wall-to-wall sound. Yeah. Other than the sound of the game, yeah. you know, of the crowd and of the things. Like that's kind of ambient. It's not foxed out. It's just very. It's very pleasant, and you could understand why. Like that was a lovely thing to do. Like it's relaxing. It's fun. And this is a very exciting game. And it by the end of it, it it ramps up. But it has it's this this really cool. It's it's an interesting thing to do. I think if you if you've got to spare three hours and you want to <laughs> listen to some old baseball. And now back to our chat with Sarah Colonna. All right, we've got a couple more things I want to talk to you about. But before we do that, 
we have a trivia game. Uh-oh. I'm not good at trivia. Oh, no. Even if it's something I really know, Uh-oh. I just my mind just goes blank. Yeah, I know. That's always... Ugh. It's all right, though. Don't worry. No, pr- It's low pressure. It's fine. People just think I'm really stupid. No. <laughs> you have three outs. You get three you can, outs. Yeah, you, you have three, three outs. Time. You can get it wrong a couple times. It's going to be so embarrassing. No. So you have the mm. possibility of scoring four runs for your team, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm not, I'm not kidding you. Like, there's some time, like, trivia for some reason. It's all right. Just... We're going to start off. Okay. We'll, we'll now batting for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, the shortstop, number nine. Sarah Colonna. And then T.I. starts playing. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is for a single. Ugh, I already hate this. (laughs) In 2002. Okay. The Angels won the World Series. Yes. Yes. I got it right. I got it right. Who was the MVP of the 2002 World Series? Darren Erstown. Oh, okay. No, then it was um, then it was Tim Salmon. Okay, okay. one second. We're gonna slow down here. <laughs> Erstad caught the winning catch. So that's, that's two outs. So let's. Oh wait, hold on. Okay, well let's we can talk this out. I'm gonna ask you for your final answer. We are, we do have two outs. But... Troy Gloss. All right, yeah. Yeah. that is a screaming that? single. Yes. See, you have to, you have, yes. to have to, you know. Yeah, no, I should have <laughs> taken him down a notch in real life because I know that. <laughs> But I just got excited. So oh, you, you have you have the it. choice to steal here. I'm probably going to recommend you don't. But uh, here's basically the way this works. I'm going to read you the question. And if you think you know the answer and you think you absolutely know the answer, answer it and your guy will steal uh, second base. Okay. If you don't think you know it, don't answer it because it's going to get thrown out and the game will be over. Hmm. Or I'll just <laughs> answer it wrong. <laughs> just kidding. Do you know who won the ALCS MVP? that year hmm. no I okay. don't that's fine I will give you the answer uh, well his initials are AK Adam Kennedy there you go yeah should have pre, pre, pre-DUI <laughs> everything was pre-DUI with Adam Kennedy oh no this is gonna be a tough question shoot okay um, I got it alright here we as go as long as you got everyone listening you heard him already say it's gonna be tough okay so now you know <laughs> when I just get it wrong uh, don't tweet oh. me and tell me that I'm yeah, not a real right. fan. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's a, that's she, a good question. It's a good. But if she had question. more uh, more choices to guess, it yeah. would be good. But she <laughs> if, already if has I had two 50? outs. Oh, no, okay. if you already have two outs. So oh, for, because I started rattling off, I have yeah, the two outs. Yeah. 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 See, this is, I get too excited, and then I just <laughs> this is what happens in my life. I just say things, and then I lose. That's all right. <laughs> uh, how many of Nolan Ryan's seven no hitters were thrown while he wore an Angels uniform? So he threw seven no hitters in his entire career. How many of those seven? I like that you're repeating the question for me. <laughs> Not for you, for <laughs> the listeners. Explaining it. For the listeners. Um, no, it was for me. You I think know. I'm a little slow. Um, <laughs> I believe it's three. What is your final answer? Two. That's <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> your final answer either. You scared me. Five. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's four, isn't oh it? Oh, my God. It's four. She oh. talked all around it. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I kept three oh. in my head because I was like, I really thought it was three. So That's I thought right. I, I actually said it thinking it is, I knew. It's four, unfortunately. Uh, oh, so the Angels have been shut out. I believe that's our first shutout. It was just like uh, playing the Royals. It's just what it was, this is like. <laughs> 
Uh, it's all right. You know, I'm just gonna. That's I'm gonna, why we invited you to remind you of the sadness of being a baseball fan. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go because I like this. This next question. Um, uh, and now I'm realizing it's probably way too hard. But um, can you name every ballpark that the Angels have played in since their inception? This in is just for bonus. Yeah, this is for, just, just for, for curiosity. Every yeah. ballpark they've played in. So as their home but ballpark. Their oh. home. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Let no. me see. Um, can I name? Well, they played a Dodger Stadium. Okay, that's one. Um, Another home ballpark. And then, because when they when I used to watch them, they were at the stadium they're in now, and the Rams played there too, which was also weird. Really? Yeah, yeah. the Rams played there. Multi-purpose stadium. Yeah, yeah. all the rage yeah. back in the seventies and eighties. Um, Those bygone eras. <laughs> there's one more. There's oh, so, there's more than well, that. Okay, there's three in total. So right. there's Dodger Stadium, yeah, or Chavez Ravine as it was called then, Angel Stadium, yeah, which is what they play in now. The third one, you're not gonna know this one. I didn't know this one. I want you to guess what the name of their first one is, and there's a reason why I'm asking you specifically, Anthony. Was it guess. their stadium before they went to An- to, to Dodger Stadium? It was. It was. It was before, oh, that's right, because they had one year somewhere else, and mm-hmm. then they played with before, Dodger Stadium while before the other Dodger, one got yep. built. And yeah. it was, was, was it before Gene Autry bought them? Yes. There's a reason why I'm specifically asking you, Anthony. A reason why you're specifically asking me. It is utterly fascinating that this is the name of that ballpark. Wrigley Field. Bam. (laughs) Really? (laughs) They played in Wrigley Field. It was in South Central Los Angeles at the intersection of 42nd Place and Avalon Boulevard. A a 20,000 seat uh, stadium. The park was designed to look like Wrigley Field in Chicago. In 1961, the only season the Angels played at Wrigley Field. Does it still exist? I don't think so. No. I want. I, I looked it up, and I want to go and see it now. I'm going to go to 42nd and Avalon and check it out. But I was like, Wrigley Field. That seems confusing, very strange. crazy. So, all right. And then the uh, the home run. This is also going to be an impossible question to answer. But uh, well, who's the uh, Angels all time leader? I like in home that run? I tell you I'm not good at trivia, and then I'm already out, and then you still keep giving me the answers just to make sure you. I'm reminded of myself yes. that I'm not good at trivia. Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why. No, I Who is the all time home run leader in uh, uh, Angels history? Ooh, all time. You said um, him. You like him a lot. He's a good player. I like him a lot now. Or you I liked him, him back in 2002. <laughs> oh. Not Adam Kennedy. T.S. He's not. Oh, wait, oh, Tim Salmon. Yeah. Oh, he is. He, he is? is? He's the leader? Tim, you know how many he had? I know he had a lot, but I didn't know he was the still not the really. leader. really. 299. Oh. I mean, yeah. that's a lot, but it's like 299 for, I mean, it's- You it's go a, hit 299 home runs. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm saying for a franchise that's been around since 61, 299. I mean, I'm sure yeah. that Trout will eventually, sure. you know, uh, oh, yeah. oh, obliterate yeah. that. But, well, uh, but how I, many does Albert Pujols have? He can't count that. Yeah, because the overwhelming majority of that is with uh, Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals. Oh, so these are all within, because right. here's actually, because uh, uh, Salmon played his entire career in California. Yeah. Which is something, you know, we, we were discussing earlier about these guys being traded and being signed or released or whatever and i am liking this new trend yeah, of too. teams locking up players for 6 10 15 years yep. and, and you know in detroit we did that it's with, sort of with like everything Verlander old is new again yeah. which includes the style of but honestly because i think the steroids are gone or going <laughs> yeah? because no, it's true you have to you have to yeah you have to play but the game the way it was designed to be played it's more. and some people like jared weaver took yeah. a lesser contract to yeah. stay because he's from here and yeah. he wanted to stay home you know so no I'm, I'm liking that but real quick about tim salmon the reason why i picked this question is I, I found this utterly fascinating so despite setting the angels franchise record for home runs and finishing his career with over 1000 rbis salmon was never selected as an all-star during his 14-year career he has hit more home runs than any player to have never uh 
appeared in an all-star game. Wow. He never was an all-star despite having 300 home runs about and over 1,000 RBIs. Wow. And you know why? It's because he played in the steroid era. And no matter what numbers he was putting up, someone was putting up video game like numbers next to him. And so it's just. That's interesting. Yeah. So I guess I don't know. It's it's, so I actually I really liked Tim Salmon a lot. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's he's one of the few guys I think that was probably doing it. You know, I I say that now. You never know. But uh, I hope he wasn't on anything. No, I know. And and it's there are some guys now like say like a John Carlos Stanton which uh he's you know who's stud. like yeah, so oh, crazy like that you stud. it's so cool to see people who were like defying that, yes. you know, and Mike though, Trout like defying that era and yeah. like that's, showing that you can do it. I yeah. think that's the thing that disappointed me most about the steroid era, the steroid era to begin with is that it made all of those things so commonplace. So like when I was a kid the idea of 50 home runs was otherworldly to me. Was, you know, if you could, so I remember when Cecil, Cecil Fielder hit 50 home runs in a Yankees uniform, unfortunately, but I almost threw a party because, like, oh, 50? He yeah. hit 50 in one year. And then all of a sudden it's, ooh, 60, 60, 60, 70. And then it's like, all right, that's become now, that's what's been expected. So now we're back to if someone hits 40, 45, 50 home runs, I mean, even if you runs, hit 30 home runs, that's pretty. No, 30 is great, yeah. but if you can actually, but I'm saying if you can hit 40 or even 50, it's Early back two ninety nine. To- no big deal. This I guy. Know. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying, hey, other no, guys are doing five hundred and six hundred. So no, let's go. Get on it, Salmon. Yeah, but and, uh, no, but just yeah, to see it so now true. is is it's bringing back that that excitement level of yeah, like Stanton can hit fifty home runs. I have to find and send to you. John Collar Stanton did. Uh, I was on Chelsea lately. I was a writer on that show, but then we also did another show called After Lately. Okay, which was like. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a scripted show. It was kind of like in style of The Office. And it was about everyone that worked on the show, but it was scripted. And so we did an episode where I dated a baseball player. I was trying to date a baseball player. And it was, we shot it. It was during the off season and he lives in the valley over here somewhere in California in the off season. So we got him and it was literally like the year before he became even a bigger name. So it was really cool. Like it probably would have been even cooler had it had aired the next year when, uh, you know, for, for the show anyway. But, um, but it was really cool. And he came in and, and was totally a good sport. And we just, I mean, it was a quick scene where he just sure. had like a few lines or whatever. But I have to find it and send it to you guys. Yeah. Super yeah. Funny. Ooh, I'd love he to was see the that. sweetest guy. Well, yeah. you know, yeah. Well, we'll throw and he's it up towering on... over me. You know, yeah. it was really funny. No, that dude is built just, he is a, a monster of a human being. And, and, you know, what do you think about Trout uh, not running as much as he did in the first? Uh, like stealing, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does not. He does not. He seemed. I don't know what. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it was a coaching thing. or Yeah, a exactly. Thing I don't know. I don't know. Who I don't know. Is to preserve not, to preserve him. Yeah, he's I, not running. I feel like they gave him the money and said, "Stay put." Yeah, in a way, I wonder if that's it because he was stealing like crazy. Yeah, um, he's got great. But legs. he still does for sure. No, no, he does, but, but it's just it's uh, it's not as aggressive. Yeah. And I and I do wonder he if, could be a thirty thirty guy easily. Yeah, I, easily. I have a feeling it's about not injuring himself. You know, I don't like, like that. The, I know. I'm just. Saying. I don't like that. This is come on now. I don't really like it either. But then if he got injured, I would really not like that. <laughs> so I'm yeah, just gonna. You, can, you know, I hear I'm gonna rationalize until you, so your head can't explode again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be like the wet blanket on all your no, rage. No, no, no. It's all right. Uh, I, just, I want Trout to be, I, I just, I, I really want Trout 
and Harper and Machado and all these young, amazing, just and Stanton and Brian. all these kids. I want Harper Brian. to not be a jerk. Is that possible? Harper, see, I don't know if he's a jerk. He's a jerk. He's a jerk. I don't know if he's a jerk. I think he's intense. Jerk. I think he is just someone no, who he's, he's is always passionate. a jerk. He's a jerk on any interview I've ever seen. He's I feel a like jerk. you hear it enough because I know some people can obviously get a bad rap and be like yeah. the nicest guy. Like Marshawn sure. Lynch is one of the nicest guys. He ever. seems like a really nice guy, um, actually. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. When you hear it enough from like people that there's like all this clubhouse stuff that it came out this year, I forget what it was. Yeah. But there's just some stuff where. And who? Wait, well, who did he? Did he get in a fight with? Well, Papelbon. Papelbon. Papelbon is a lunatic. Yeah, no, no, they're both lunatic. But here's the thing, actually, with that Papelbon situation, Harper actually was the bigger man. Yeah. Harper is the one who came out and said. You know, if he's going to help us win, you know, I don't want him. Like, he basically said, you know, you know, keep him on the team. Don't trade him or whatever. Which, right. dude choked him in the middle of a game. Yeah. And that's the super, that's the, he's, that kid's going to sign a $400 million contract at some point. Yeah. Like, he's going to break every bank imaginable. So, I don't know. I mean, Pavlovon's <sighs> definitely out of his mind. Oh, Pavlovon's a crazy person. But at his point, play the game. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fine. Well, um, <laughs> we're, we're going to be wrapping it up soon. But this has been. No, wait, the question. What question? The, the, I, I, I okay. Know. That's, that's right. I'm ramping up. Another question. Okay. <gasps> no. I'm and then we will. Up. And then we release you. Okay. But this has been a lot of fun. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah. No. This thank you. Awesome. I appreciate it. So the way that we end uh, all of our podcasts mm-hmm. is we like to ask the guests, "What is that quintessential moment? That that memory of yours? It doesn't have to be going to a game or watching a game or does, any any memory at all of why." You are a baseball fan. What defines you as a baseball fan? When you think, when someone says, hey, why are you a baseball fan? There's that memory that just pops up. There's like, oh, that one moment. Mine would be going with my dad. Mine would be the first game that I went to. Not the first game I went to with him, but the first game that I, instead of sitting in the suite, I walked outside and sat in one of the chairs. Because everyone in the suite's just... Not really. They're eating food. They're barely paying attention. And they're mingling. And they're, I mean, my they're the guys that are in there working are working. But, you know, as a sports editor, I guess maybe it's because he didn't have to, like, do the, the – you know, it's like he's doing the overall later or something. I don't know. But I just remember everyone was sort of milling around, and that's what everyone was doing. And I was kind of doing that here and there. But one game I, I went out, and I just sat in the seat right in front. And I was like, oh, this is this is so – this is so much better than in there. <laughs> so this is like, this is cool. Uh, which obviously not to say that it's not fun to get to sit in a suite or do this and that. But once I sat outside and sat in a chair and actually just watched the game, I was like, this is might be one of my favorite things to do for a long time. Yeah. That is lovely. Oh, I'm sure your dad, you know, just loves the fact that he was able to share that with you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I know I've got a little, niece. I mean, he was in there eating taquitos, but yeah, sure. no, <laughs> But still, you know, being yeah. able to have, you know, your kid to be able to bring her to work and, you know, have her be a part of your life in that way. You know, I've got this little niece that she's 17 months old now and I adore her and I took her to her first baseball game this year and it's going to kill me if she's not a baseball fan. Like, I really want to be able to share that. She will be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, she's got no choice. Uh, she uh, When she was, uh, I think... 18 hours old, I showed her her first baseball game. I, I pulled out my phone and showed her Miguel Cabrera and watched her, 
you know, had him, uh, I think he did double when she was watching. So, uh, yeah. That's awesome. So she's a fan. She is a fan. She, she for sure, somewhere in her was on his little, team. Little oh, God, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> forming, but, uh, her forming brain is forming. Yeah, it's all right. I'm, it's it's indoctrination. You know, you got to stick it in there early. But, uh, so thank you so much. This yeah, thank you. This has been absolutely lovely. Thank and, you. And, uh, you know, next summer, you know, if, if uh, we're back in L.A., we'll have to go uh, catch uh, a game at Yeah, no, Angel and I'll Stadium take you on the train. I'll show you the road. Yes, that <laughs> yeah. actually, I kind of want to do that just to have it's that experience. It's so much fun. Every friend that I've had that I say we're going to do that, they at first resist. They think it sounds Comp, more complicated than it is. No, it's and then they get on the train, and I order them a vodka cranberry in <laughs> the bar car, and they're like, "This is the greatest thing that's ever happened." Oh, we're New Yorkers. We, I mean, the, the, yeah, the train is our lives. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's full of Yankees fans when they play each other. Like yes. the Yankees fans have figured out the Amtrak way before anyone that lived here <laughs> yes. ever did. That's all yeah. good for them. All right. Well, Thank is there anything much. that you are are working on right now that you like to uh, to plug your Twitter, your your um, website, uh, stuff like that? Yeah, at Sarah Colonna for is my Twitter, and I definitely do uh, a lot of tweets about baseball during the season um uh my i have a one hour special out on hulu that just came out oh, it's called i can't feel my legs oh and you can listen to it on itunes or watch it on hulu excellent yeah and my website sarahcolona.com with all my tour dates and everything awesome i will throw all of those wonderful links on clubhousepodcast.com uh so yeah i think uh the next week's episode, uh, we're going to be going back to the rounding third uh, apps. I hope you guys have been enjoying Anthony and I breaking down every single ballpark in the country and giving our thoughts. So cool. Uh, yeah, it's it's you know that's bucket list. Yeah, yeah that's something you got to do. You said you've got thirteen, or how many do you have? I don't remember. I have you to count them up. Yeah, you, you got to count them up. Yeah. But you got to. I mean, the best way to do it is you basically look at your, you know, to the Angels, you look at their road schedule. They're always going to go on a two, three city road trip yeah. you know, every summer. So just go and and follow them for a couple of days. And normally I say, you know, after 10 years, you'll get all 30. But for you, you probably already got a third of them done already. Yeah. So, you know, in the next five, six years, you could easily knock out all Yeah, 30. I have to write down how many because I'm yeah. working my brain right now. Because there yeah. genuinely is, I mean, a reason to go yeah. to all 30 ballparks. And, and as our other episodes have been discussing, you really do watch the game differently now once you've yes. been in all these ballparks. Yeah. It's it just it affects your your You're like I've been there. Yeah. yeah. You can yeah. close your eyes and remember the smells, the sights, the sounds, the nooks and crannies of the stadiums that don't get shown on TV. And yeah. It's just it's fun. So I hope you guys have been enjoying that. Uh um, you know, if there's anything that you want to hear from us, uh, and oh, Anthony is uh, currently doing the if then uh tour. So it is if then musical.com slash tour. Uh, make sure that you go and check out when he is coming to your town. And, uh, you know, he always, when he can, he always tries to stage door afterwards. So, so come, uh, outside and harass him a little bit and, and talk to him a little about baseball. I'm sure he would wear your baseball love. hats. Yeah. Wear That's your baseball the clue. hat. Yeah. If you wear a baseball you know. hat, then I'm like, Ooh. and he will come on. That is the, not just as a fashion statement. <laughs> That is literally the reason that he and I are friends is because I was wearing a baseball hat and he looked and said, what's going on with your tigers? And a friendship was formed. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, yep. it's the, it's Look at that love story. I love it. <laughs> Beautiful. So thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Anthony. You're welcome. So many thanks. <laughs> and we will see you next time here in the Clubhouse. The home base for the Clubhouse podcast is the Bergino Baseball Clubhouse located at 67 East 11th Street in New York City. Seriously, folks, this is without a doubt my favorite baseball spot in the country. From the baseball-inspired artwork on the walls to the one-of-a-kind memorabilia for sale and the amazing baseball fans that are just hanging out on the bleachers inside the store, this place is the best. If you can't make it into Bergino's in person, please visit bergino.com. 
and pick up a gift for your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, really anybody in your life, or even just yourself. If you can make it in, make sure you mention the podcast and you'll get a free bag tag with any purchase. You can follow Anthony and I individually at Rounding3rdMJ for me and at AlbinoKid for Anthony. Thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome week.